0: Hello everyone. My name is Natalie Ledwell, and this is the Inspiration Show. Today in the show, um, I have someone who's coming up with a book. But it's called The Practice, um, and the practice is all about how to de-stress, how to find happiness, and to really take your life to, up to the next level. So please welcome me in uh, joining my special guest, Barb Schmidt. How are you, Barb? I'm terrific, Natalie. Thank you. It's
1: a pleasure to be here.
0: It's a pleasure to have you, actually. I, mean, I know that you have a very interesting story as to how you got into to write this book and, and to talk about and teach the practice. So can you uh, tell us a little bit about your story?
1: I'd love to. Um, I was raised in a pretty dysfunctional, traumatic household. Both of my parents were alcoholics. I grew up very unhappy and never feeling like I counted or I mattered. So I had this little spark in me, though, that wanted to make it I thought, I'm not going to live this way as an adult. So I had this spark that I was going to be rich, and I was going to be famous, and I was really going to make it. So before the age of 30, I owned four McDonald's restaurants. I worked like a dog in high school and all through my young adult years, and achieved all of that financial and material and external success that people are are desiring and people are wanting to do, but I was incredibly unhappy. I was suffering from an eating disorder of bulimia, and one morning on, 19, on October 31st, 1984, I woke up and checked my myself into treatment. I said, I can't live this way anymore. Even though I have all of these external things, I don't. I can't live this way anymore. So having gone through six weeks of treatment for my bulimia, I came out a new person, really transformed in this real deep desire that we really have to have happiness and peace and that strength and that real deep knowing from within in order to be happy and really live a life that we want to live. It can't only be external. So I've studied with all the great teachers and masters and meditation and mindfulness, uh, learning how to little by little uncover that great strength that I have within. So I partnered with the Peace Studies program here in South Florida at Florida Atlantic University for the past 15 years. I've been teaching the community and and through their Peace Studies program, inner peace, uh, a mindfulness, a meditation practice. How can we start connecting within? And the book. Everyone kept saying, write a book. We really, we really want to take this to the next level for ourselves and our own practices. So that's a quick little 30-year <laughs> synopsis of what I've been doing in, in relation to the book and trying to help people find this sense of groundedness within to really live their greatest life.
0: Yeah, it's such a, um, a very relevant topic right now. And you know, and I know that a lot of people. you know, I was actually watching. Um, uh, I was on online watching uh, Oprah's. Um, it's called it's some um, soul steeping or something, but it's like these little shorts of some of the interviews that she's done recently. Um, and every single person, she asks them what their morning ritual is, and uh, they all talk about how they get centered, yeah. and how they meditate or how they get quiet. Um, so when you talk about the practice, is this the kind of thing that you're talking about?
1: Oh, my gosh, Natalie, yes, it's, and it's trying to demystify and really trying to simplify what is sitting with yourself, what is meditation, what is that connection to our deepest part of us mean, and for me in the past 30 years and what I'm trying to help people see, it is a matter of plugging in, we're plugged into technology and in the external world 24-7, so it's really a matter of plugging into you first, so when you wake up in the morning, sit with yourself, you know, for five minutes. And connect within, with that silence and with that ability to let the thoughts and the mind come and go, you really are able to connect with that voice, that intuition, that deep knowing within that gives you the strength and the ability to weather you know, all the craziness and all the chaos that goes on in the external world. We're not at the mercy of the external world when we live from a place from within.
0: Absolutely, I know I did a, a process this year called the Hoffman process, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of that is is you know getting centered. And uh, a friend of mine did it just recently, and he said, okay, so let me get this straight. He goes, so basically, he said by doing these you know centering exercises, what we're doing is we're quieting our mind long enough to be able to listen to the answer that we know is already there. Mm-hmm.
1: And
0: I basically, that's right. (laughs) Oh,
1: my gosh, that's beautiful. Exactly right. You know, people always ask me, you know, how do I know my purpose? How do I know my passion? Well, you have to be quiet enough to be able to listen to that voice that you just spoke about within. We all have it. It's just quieting that external noise just for five minutes or longer, depending on what your lifestyle is or what, what you're able to put into your schedule. And then go out into the external world and listen to the world, and then come back in. I call it a practice of coming in and going out, coming in and going out. And you get this rhythm going in your life. That's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, it does. And so I know that you're talking about meditation here, and I know there are many different ways to do that or interpretations of meditation. So what is uh, what is your method of being able to meditate?
1: Oh, I love that. My method is a combination of the breath. You know, meditation for me is, and for many of the teachers that I've studied with, is about choosing an object where you can put your attention on so that you can bring your mind back to that object when the thoughts start coming in and you're able to use the object and your attention easier. It's an easier way to let the thoughts go or not to engage the thought and not to push it away. So the breath, a mantra, uh, passages or prayers, uh, I use a combination of those, but our breath is our greatest. It's our greatest asset. I I say to people all the time, if, if we had to remember to breathe, we probably would all be dead because <laughs> yeah. the breath is there for us all the time. So it's really just a matter of gently bringing your mind to the breath, bringing your mind to the breath and learning. Uh, the mind is like a little puppy dog. We need to train it. We need to learn how to not engage thought. And that's why it's a practice every single day. So that's, that's my method. Uh, but all methods take you to the same place of that inner voice, that inner knowing within. There's Absolutely. No There's right no right or wrong way to do it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when you talk about the practice, are you talking about um, daily activities to keep you on track or to keep you centered? Well, give me an example of what you're talking about with the practice.
1: Well, the practice is like a recipe a framework or a guide, guide book. And it has daily, you start up waking up by sitting with yourself with a meditation practice. Then you extend that, that connectedness throughout the day with some exercises on learning how to be in the present moment. Uh, how can we really learn how to not do three things at one time all the time? <laughs> you know, sometimes we're going to be multitasking. It's just the way we are. We can't do it all the time. But we can pick and choose certain areas of our life where we want to give it our full attention, where we want to really show up and be here for the moments of our lives that are incredibly important and meaningful. It talks about doing some re- spiritual reading, how we can start inspiring ourselves to wake up that teacher within, where we start to become our own teacher. And then closing the day out with a letting go reflection exercise. We've done our best, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, we've done the best that we can do because we can't change it. But we can go to sleep with the knowing that maybe I could learn something from some of the, the trials that I've had during the day and just let it all go. I have some exercises in there. How can we let it go? So we wake up the next morning with a fresh slate, with a, a clean mind, clear mind going to sleep. And we wake up with the new day, feeling rejuvenated, feeling like, "Whoa, well, I'm ready to take on this new day." Thank you very much for this gift. So it's yeah, really I'm about, like you, yeah, about you breaking up your own teacher within. I, I'm trying to really empower people. You have everything you need with all of the um, these tools. That's right for you. And how can you sustain these things in your lives and, and formulate it into a little practice? Yeah,
0: I know. I often um, recommend that people, who, you know, we're getting into a, a habit of gratitude and writing mm-hmm. down five things and and focusing on the things that went right for the day and and making sure that a couple of those gratefuls are in relation to the goal that they're working towards. But I really like this addition of yours of being able to release what didn't go right. <laughs> yeah. I think just focusing on it and then just you know punishing ourselves because things didn't go right is is. You know, I think the releasing part of that, like how do you release that?
1: What, you know, what's- it's, so, it's so true. If, if worry worked, we'd all be doing it all the time and we'd say, okay, this works. But it doesn't. So it's really an intention and a practice of, you know what, it doesn't work. And what does work is when I have this intention of releasing it and letting it go, I open up space. I allow space to come into my mind, come into my body, my heart, my whole uh, sphere. And so some ideas, some, that's where, uh, you know, so many teachers talk about what are the blessings underneath all of the, the trials and all of the real heartaches that we have. We see the blessings when we open up for space, when we open up and have this intention of letting it go and allowing another thought to come in or another idea to come in. And it's, it's just a practice. Um, the little exercise that I have in the book, if you do it every single day, all of a sudden one night you're going to say, well, I was able to let that go. It doesn't mean that it was solved. But I was able to let go of the worry or the agitation or the rumination about it. So it's really just a practice in setting that intention that this is the way that I want to live my life.
0: Right. So the how long does it take for, you, for people to get through the, the daily practice that you recommend for them?
1: You know, it's little bit by little bit. I recommend five minutes in the morning to sit with yourself in your little meditation practice. And I recommend the reflection only five minutes because if you're like me, if you start thinking about what you did all day long, you can get caught. And I can start saying, oh, I wish I'd have done that. Oh, I could have done that. Just five minutes. It's not about judgment. It's not about redoing it because we can't redo it. It's in the past. But we could maybe tomorrow or whenever we're giving another chance to step up and do it a little bit differently. So five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. And then throughout the day, using that focused attention and that little thread of peace that we connected with in the morning, using that stop for a minute and take a breath. You know, the day is not one long thread. It does have a beginning, a middle, and an end. So if we're in the midst of stress and we're feeling overwhelmed, just stop, go into the bathroom or go in your office and shut the door and just take a couple deep breaths and start over again. I like to tell people stop before you start again. We have that ability and it is our right to go ahead and just stop. So weaving those throughout the day, it's really just a matter of really being mindful, using a few of these minutes and finding something that you can sustain as a daily practice every day, whatever that looks like for you in your life.
0: Yeah, no, I love that because it it doesn't mean that you have to be meditating for hours or anything like that and I do the same thing, you know, if I find that I'm getting overwhelmed or getting a bit stressed, um, I will just move back from the computer, I just put my hand over my heart and I take about five really deep, long breaths and it just helps me to center, calm my mind and then it's like, okay. Let's let's have a go at this again. So um, you were mentioning before about um, you know recommending people do some spiritual reading. What are some of your recommendations on that?
1: Wow, this is my favorite thing. I love I love reading about all these people's lives and how they've done this very thing that we're all attempting to do. So there's so many books in my in my book that I've recommended. I think I've got five or six pages. You know, if you're looking for um, Eckhart Tolle, Thich Nhat Hanh, Pema Chodron. Um, the Dalai Lama, uh, Marianne Williamson. There's so many great teachers. But I would recommend finding one. Uh, I, I have a whole sacred mantra chapter. You know, there's the Way of the Pilgrim, which is this Russian Orthodox pilgrim that spent his life repeating his uh, centering prayer all throughout Russia. I mean, there's, they're so magical. So find one that, you know, research a few of them and find one that really speaks to you. You know, it's so amazing when you connect within, and you've got the breath, and you're mindful of the breath, and mindful of your life, you awaken to your heart, your mind, and your body, and you have this beautiful energy flowing through you that really empowers you to know that you are important. You matter. You are complete. You don't really need anything in the external world. You have everything within, and then we can learn to enjoy the things in the external world grounded from within. So find someone that speaks to you. Run the gamut and read a bunch of them, and you don't like one, take another one. Uh, I spent a lot of years studying all the great traditions and religions, just trying to really get a, a good feel for what each one uh, meant. And my whole teaching was about they all are saying the same thing. So just find one that takes you to the same goal that really speaks to you. Yeah,
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: Michael Singer is another uh, favorite yes. of mine as well. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh yes, I love him. There's so many. There, you know, I'm not saying don't read a novel, but I am saying include some of these really deep, beautiful. Uh, Books and these teachings from some of these amazing, amazing people out there, you'll feel like they're your friend. They're they're kind of walking the path with you, and they're answering questions for you. And you start to really have a dialogue with them and understand what what it means to get connected within and live that great life you came here to live.
0: Yeah. So, um, but of course, you know, we're here talking about your book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, so where can people purchase the book or connect with you,
1: Bart? The book is on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all your local booksellers, and my website is barbschmidt.com. I founded this massive nonprofit to change the world, Peaceful Mind, Peaceful Life, so everything that I do funds this nonprofit for programming. I'm teaching high school kids. I'm teaching autistic children how to connect with themselves first before they go into the world, and they're finding a great sense of um, relief from anxiety and stress, so barbschmidt.com. And uh, it's it's my honor to be able to help people awaken to that great magnificence that they have within. I really want people to love themselves. I was no, I wasn't that way a long time ago, so the transformation can happen, and it's really a joy to, to watch it happen for people.
0: Yeah, you know, and what I love about the work that you do is that you know this is a very kind of it is a very spiritual subject, but you talk about it in a very practical way. Uh, that makes it very easy for us to understand why it's important um, and how it affects us, and you know, and how we should be really be incorporating this practice. And like you said, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. No. Um, it just takes minutes in the morning and minutes in the evening, and um, it can make the world of difference to no. our stress levels, our happiness levels, and everything. So thank you so much for the work that you're doing. And and guys, make sure that you go to to Barb's page. You can do that by either clicking on the banner to the side if you're here online or the banner underneath if you're watching this show on the app um, and find out about her nonprofit and the amazing work that she's doing um, and it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on the show Barb, it's so great to be talking to you today.
1: Natalie, such a joy, I really love meeting you and being here, thank you so much.
0: It's been wonderful. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, also, make sure that you um, leave your email in the box on this page so I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually wow. valued at $87, and I'd love to send it to you for free. Oh,
1: so for next
0: time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits.
1: We'll wow. see you soon. Beautiful. Thank you.